In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time, on Roll Warriors, the associates did some final preparation before their dangerous heist. Abel landed a job as bartender in the casino and booked Best Pressed as the tournament entertainment. Saul fabricated uniforms for everyone and laid the groundwork for a few contingency plans. The whole crew then gathered and went over the plan, leaving out no detail or room for error. Also, Oslo was super cringy, as usual. Will their efforts pay off? Only one way to find out. Uh, you guys got a good night's sleep. And it's the following day. So any last minute preparations that y'all needs to make. Vis-a-vis la- -vis, like, you know, last meals or putting together your um, your deck for the day or um, trying trying very hard to look presentable. Um, I know that that's challenging for some people, but yeah, now would be the time to get that stuff out of the way. Could Saul run to the local electronic bodega and pick up a burner, like phone and or um, burner, uh, what the fuck are they called? Swipey dude. A swipey dude? Ooh, the thing that holds all of our Eurobucks and all of our information and shit like that. Agent? Yes, the agent. Is there any way he could pick up a burner agent and just put in the phone numbers of everybody that he contacted last night? Um, yeah, yeah. You go to you go to Radio Shack two, um, and you see you see the familiar um, store nerd um, who is just kind of breathing heavily over a uh, digital comic, and he's just like, "Oh, that's the." It's, uh, 
uh, the the prodigal son returns. Yeah, man. My name's um my name's Saul though, so I don't know. Um, uh, do you have uh, any uh, any brand new agents I could buy? Oh well, of course we aren't licensed to sell uh, agent brand equipment here. Wink, wink. Oh, but you know, like I'm fine with the off brand. No, no, it's it's fine if. I understand. Agent is is what you must use, um, wink. But unfortunately, wink, wink, we do not have any in stock. Um, you may check the back room for unrelated merchandise. Wink, wink. All right. I'm gonna. I'm just Saul. Just walks on over. Holy fuck! There's a lot of porn in here. Oh um, yeah. I was I was just cleaning up. Um, that'll be out of here shortly, and then. The store will return to its uh, family-friendly approach. Oh man, I got, uh, why does it smell so fucking weird in here? Uh, Saul is gonna pick one of the agents up off the the shelves. Yeah, it's been um, the the casing it comes in has has been opened. Eh, whatever. I see. I see you're going with last year's model. Yes, that one is very reliable. Uh, wink and will um, definitely service you well. I know it's the off-brand, wink, wink, but um, I can probably sell it to you for uh, $150. Yeah, sure. All right, very good doing business with you, sir. You too, my man. I'll see you next time. Oh, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Um, We've just started split-shifting with uh, me and the other guy. You, You maybe saw him the last time you were in here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just got, I got confused for a second. No, we are twins. It's um, it's uh, the 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 bloated skin and the um, the voice impediments are genetic. Yeah, thanks for helping me out, man. Yes, yeah, up in any time. All right, I'll catch you. Smell you later. And so I'll just walk on back. And when he as he does, he's just gonna be punching in, you know, the numbers into that so he can have a, a burner to contact everybody with and he'll probably leave his actual agent back at the house tonight okay yeah it does um it goes through the initial startup sequence and um it asks you for your like identity scan uh what does that entail like a, a retinal scan or like a thumbprint um it's gonna it's it's asking you to use the camera to um to uh, ascertain your identity Mm. for personalization options. I guess Saul will wait until he gets back to the, the house and he'll try to gussy up some so he just looks a little bit different and also like an attractiveness, attractiveness role for the day. Okay. So that is going to be a five. Okay. Well, there's no way that the camera's going to recognize this handsome son bitch. E five. <laughs> Yeah, you got, like, some food stuck in your teeth from last night that you just don't seem to notice. Um, and no matter what you do with your hair, there's just that one spot in the in the top that just won't stay down. Just, like, sneezed in the middle of the picture being taken, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it thinks it thinks you might be, like, a human-donkey hybrid. Oh, that's fine. Saul, Saul's down with that. that that's, that's right up his alley. All right, um, uh, Sufengji, you have a deck ready? Yes, I do. Can you fill me in on what you've got there so that I 
uh, no, and that there is no, there, there is, um, what should we call it, transparency? Yeah, um, so I'm pretty sure I won't be going against any other intruders, since this is kind of going to be a silent mission. Um, so I picked a deck that's going to facilitate me, like, infiltrating as quickly as possible. Um, so I'm going with Worm, Killer 2, and Replicator. Okay. And you remember what those, all those do? Yeah. So what Worm does is if I run into a data wall, um, Worm will silently knock down the data wall without alerting any programs um, within two turns. Yeah, um, correct. It is a, it is a, a little bit longer of an of a, uh, approach, but it is quiet. Yeah, so if I do run into any programs, then I have Killer, um, which um, attacks all types, and it's like a 1d6 to target. And it's a mobile program, and I also, have, Replica- I also have Replicator, and what that does is it's an evasion technique, so it, it confuses all attacking ice programs by creating millions of deck signals so that'll give me a chance to escape if things get like kind of sticky okay um what does your killer two look like um i didn't know it could look like anything well it's a you said it's um you said it's mobile yeah it's an anti-ice mobile so so it could it could look like uh it could have some sort of avatar that represents it Ooh, okay, so it's going to be a Yuki-Ona. So a what? A Yuki-Ona. So that means, like, snow woman. So it's going to be a pale white woman in a white kimono. And, yeah, just a pale white woman in a white kimono with icy white hair. Okay. All right, and, and she, do you want to make your attractiveness roll right now, or uh, do you want to wait till later? Yeah, I'll go ahead and make it. Okay. I rolled a uh, seven, and my attractiveness is ten, so seventeen. So you're sporting the, um, you're sporting well, without wearing the the clothes. Or do you wear the clothes that Saul made? The the roadie clothes. The, uh, I guess yeah, but they're really 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 cute. Yeah, I mean, well, they're they're also somehow you've made them form fitting too, so. You know your your body also em- uh, emphasizes um, everything that you're working with, and yeah. So you're wearing this this roadie outfit probably better than any real roadie ever has. Word. Yep. And your your name tag is very legible, and people are people are gonna see you and say that's a roadie right there. If I've ever seen one. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's what I'm going for. Yep. Um, Abel, what you got going on? I'm going to go about the same route that Saul did, but instead of getting a new phone, I'm just going to go uh, back to my main apartment and write down all of my contacts um, and then hide those somewhere in my apartment um, and then try to wipe my phone, except for like Saul and Supanji. Okay. So you're getting rid of like all of the... um all of the the personal contacts like B and other people like that you don't want falling into the wrong hands yep and clearing as much search history as I possibly can and any sort of like data cache yeah, all the, the porn phone. 
Yep, all of the porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should you should you die, it would be really embarrassing for the uh, police department to going through your porn. Um, no, I get that. Yeah, totally. Did you want um, to then, make an attractiveness roll while you're at your apartment? Yeah, I'll make that. I mean, I'm going to be dressing up as a fucking bartender. Oh, did I get the job? Oh, yeah, you did get a you did get a notification in the middle of the night um, that congratulated you on on joining the family. How much am I getting paid? Um, <laughs> I hardly think that that's going to come up at some point. <laughs> I mean, but am I, like, making a decent wage, or is it just tips? Like, should I be working for tips? How much effort do I need to be putting into this? Um, okay, so, yeah, um, you would know from kind of just general knowledge, uh, you're not a member of the, the service industry in any way, shape, or form, but, uh, you would know that it's, um, uh, fair, fair wages, okay. maybe even better than fair. So no effort into the tip situation. Got it. Yep. Yeah, you can be you can be a real real son of a bitch to <laughs> customers. Be a real son of a bitch. All right, attractiveness. It's a good old sixteen right there. Very good. I was gonna give you a bonus uh, for being in your apartment, but I don't think I need to. Um, you you look you look the part. You look like somebody that. Um, you know, you could share a drink with, maybe tell all of your uh, darkest secrets, um, shoulder to cry on. It's it, Your shoulders look very comfortable and cryable. Good. Um, I'm going for the, like, I woke up five minutes before my shift, but it's an effortless kind of attractiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, it's it's like the mohawk is sculpted in just, just sort of a way where you put in absolutely no effort and it, it looks great. Perfect. And all black. Always. Oh, I, I never assumed that Abel puts on any color um, into her outfit. Unless you told me, hey, she's wearing a floral dress. It's going to be black. Beautiful. So, you are convening with your, um, with Best Pressed before the, before they head out to the casino. Um, they have their van, and um, you guys are disassembling the laser, um, making a note of how it's going to be put back together, because that's going to be your job, Abel. Um, is putting this laser back together and then using it. No, that's just, I'm great that, it's great that I have zero tech skills for lasers and I'm putting it together. Yeah, but, you know, that's why that's why you're here and, and Saul is um, sort of giving you uh, guidance on, like, you know, the the red cable connects to this port and, you know, you want to make sure that you've got this dial uh, turned to this setting and not this setting sort of the, the 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 basics of um a laser cutting tool and whatever you do don't put the lenses in backwards because then you just don't want to do that it opens up a whole different dimension and this like gatekeeper guy comes out and he's like oh i'm gonna destroy new york city bro and you're like oh no that doesn't happen but, but Saul, uh, I don't you even don't want to get the words 
Well, just yeah, just don't flip the lenses around. In actuality, it just like kind of kills everybody around you in a giant explosion. That would, would yeah, really that be would, that bad. That would happen, yeah. Uh, Saul said, it. "I I didn't have any plan for it, but yeah, that that exact exact thing will happen now if you put it in wrong." Um. Anyway, so yeah, you take the um, you take the laser apart. You put it in there, smuggle it in with their gear. Um. Uh. You find a place for that smoke bomb. I think there's just like an amp rack that, um, they're like, yeah, this is the old one, or I should say it in Amos's voice. Shouldn't I? Yeah, this is the old one that we used um, back before we were corporate assassins. And uh, yeah, we bought better ones with all of the blood money. So uh, we're not going to be using it tonight. Probably not ever again. But uh, you can load it in with the rest of our stuff and it'll be good. It'll be good cannon fodder. Okay, man. Like, that's... I appreciate it. And, um, I mean... It, the smoke bomb probably won't actually destroy anything on the inside, so if you do need to use it for any reason, like even, I don't know, giving it away or something or selling it, it should probably be a-okay. Well, you know, that's that's perfectly fine, man, but um, I'm just thinking, like, if, I'm, if I've got a piece of smoking equipment and uh, I'm telling people to evacuate the room because of it, I'm probably not going to pick it up and take it with me, you know? No, 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 I get you. I mean, like, for later. Uh, this is a one-way trip for this, buddy. Oh, Okay. And Saul will, like, give it a pat as he shoves the grenade into it and, like, gives it a quick salute. Like, you are a noble piece of equipment and technology, and I will love to see you start smoking. Very good, sir. Very good. I I think it'll, uh, I think it'll like heaven quite, quite right. Exciting. Well, let's, uh, I guess we are blowing this pop stand, as they say. Yep. Um, Amir also arrives in this time, and he's also wearing the um, the roadie outfit. Candor's uh, meeting you guys there. She, she she's going ahead, um, like you like you suggested, and she's with Oslo currently, um, who sent you like a a really really long text. Um, saw like probably an hour ago. Um, kind of explaining literally what every guard is doing and um, it's kind of like a bunch of nonsense Uh, and then he starts telling a story about um, you know this time that he was dazzling an audience uh, because for whatever reason he used to be like a magician um, that you've never heard him mention this in the past or anything like that but it's yeah it's 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 getting to the point where um you know, you you kind of tune out, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but 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 he does say, you know, in like a brief statement, Candor is here also. Okay, dope. And then I guess Saul, as as Amir gets over there, he'll be like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. I I I meant to like make the sleeves a little bit bigger. I didn't know you you were gonna rip them off, but hey, it looks cool, man." Yeah, you know, um. I've I've seen I've seen how these how these guys dress this is probably pretty pretty fine. They you know, they don't want to wear their corporate clothes the way that they're given to them. So, I just personalized it a little bit. I figure it helps me blend in better. Yeah, man, cool deal. Cool deal. I like the style. All right. So, before I mean we all kind of go off to our own little places. Um 
Do we got any last minute questions? No? Okay, everybody put your hands in. Ready? Have you washed your hands recently, Saul? Um, shit. Uh, let me go wash my hands and we'll put our hands in. We'll do a little cheer, okay? Yeah, that, that, that would be preferred, please. I'm kind of like. Unfucking believable. Yeah, like. Look, I ate like. A- I'm starting a new job today. I'd really appreciate if you just, you know, didn't. I just be disgusting. It's all. It's all. It was just a penguin meat burrito. It wasn't even. Like- oh, so your hands were like close to your face and everything. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I'm only slightly infectious. Okay. Yeah, we'll give you like two and a half minutes. Just you know. All right. Let me just go find a bottle of bleach really quick. Okay, I'm back. All right, everything burns, but it's good. All right, everybody put your hands in on three. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. T. You so, said on three, though. Just that was an on three. Should Saul do a roll to make sure that he has a fine, he has a, a decent spot around the uh, hotel at which he can take kind of like a vantage point? Well, I kind of I was thinking about it more, and I sort of assumed that you'd stay with the van. Uh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like, uh, not to tell you what to do, but from from my perspective, it kind of seems like it's an important point of the plan, be, given that it's your it's your escape vehicle. That's true, and also on top of that too, I think when you originally described the hotel, there weren't any like actual buildings kind of near it. So yeah, it kind of sits it kind of sits on a hill. Um, so like, there's nothing behind it. Um, there is stuff across the street. Uh, but it is, it is like, there's a lot of parking, so it kind of takes its own spot. Well, I guess Saul will then, as, as they get to the hotel, I guess he'll start working on the van to see if he can actually, like, not supercharge it, just make it a bit faster, if need be. Like, just make it so that the engine starts faster. Yeah, give me a, um, a basic tech. We won't say jury rig on this, because you're not building something you are enhancing something so that all together is a 20 okay yeah um you're you've been able to so this thing's speed limit is normal or, or like speed cap is normally like 130 um and it takes a long time to get up to that uh but you you've like um taken some weight off the off the the pedal um, and you were able to like mix a little bit of something, something special into the uh, fuel. So you, if you needed to, you could get like a um, up to like 160 for probably like five seconds. Yeah, prime the injectors, did all that sort of stuff, filed down some things. Sweet. Then yeah, it's all. He'll just say that. Actuated the actuators. Snaws the snozberries. Belted the belt loops. <laughs> Constantly snozzing of the snozberries. But yeah, after after that, and I guess as the van gets offloaded, um, Saul will just crash onto whatever kind of like little couch they have on their tour bus. And, uh, and he'll try to, I guess, he'll text um, Kandor and be like, any way you could maybe like, I don't know, send me a link into the cameras or something. Um, she, she messages back and she says, won't be for a while yet. Haven't, haven't started, um, messing with the system. Um, 
because it will it shit will break bad fast uh okay i appreciate it you're doing a good job kid i am proud of you yeah basically right now candor and oslo are just kind of in position so that when um suifangji needs net access candor will jump in and start fucking with the system because that's gonna that's going to be a very very noticeable thing um and so the longer she spends doing that uh the more risky it is that she gets um discovered okay and if that's if that's what she explains to saul he'll just be like yeah, okay don't worry about it but if anything goes down just text um f in the chat to me and i'll know bad things all around and we'll call emergency will do good luck guys keep me in the loop i'll do everything i can to help you guys from here all right everyone let's stay alive Okay, so Abel, you go in first um, because you are uh, expected to report for um, your like 7 p.m. shift uh, an hour ahead so that you can like, you know, um, get your get your your bar back ready, get all the all the liquor um, lined up and and capped properly and um, get glasses sorted and have your ice ready and you know bartender stuff yeah i have no idea what i'm doing so i'm gonna ask the bar back to do everything be like hey uh buddy look my name's amaretto and i'm gonna talk to you like a normal fucking human being but the rest of these suckers uh yeah i won't uh but you need to tell you need to show me like what you're all about here homie because i'm the real fucking deal so uh do the shit okay uh, you're one of those. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. I'll do hey, all the look, work. You I'll... make all the tips. Nah, I'm gonna give you all the tips tonight. No problem. Oh, shit. Legit. Alright. Uh, yeah, give me a bribery roll. That's, uh, cool. Okay. Ten. As so, uh, it, like, just rolled a flat ten or ten plus your... I rolled a three expense. plus my cool, which is seven, but I do have a credibility skill. Um... Yeah, you can include that. All right, so that'll be 17. 17, okay. That's a good That's a good roll. Um, you realize you probably could have gotten away uh, with less, but uh, you think confidently that you've um, both bought his loyalty and his silence. Beautiful. That's exactly what I want. All right, so he gets to work, um, you know, getting, like, glasses cleaned, and he's he's just... Uh, doing what he does um, on a on a regular Saturday night. Um, yeah, and I'm just aggressively wiping down the counter because that's yep. the only thing I think bartenders do. Yeah, you just you just got like the both the arm both the hands up on the countertop and you're just kind of hunched over, just looking around. Yeah, all right. This is what bartenders look like. Yep. Yep. Yeah, doing the damn thing. Man, this shit's easy. I should have done this like a long time ago. Fuck the rest of this shit I've been doing. I guess this is why my mom said I should actually get a real job. 
Yeah. Him, yeah, who, your mom, and um, and uh, Jason too. Yeah, but who ever fucking listens to them? Um, all right, so you are you are positioned, um, and you've got your your bar tender friend, um, kind of in your pocket, and um, like quite literally. Um, and the next people to to arrive. Um, our best press and Amir and Sui Fang Ji, who are their roadies. And I'm going to need uh, Sui Fang Ji, I need you to uh, make a couple of rolls for me. Um, the first roll is uh, just give me like a, a athletics. Okay. And that's, is that going off of reflexes or? Dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. Feats of strength. General athleticism. Okay, I rolled a 10. Do I roll again? Yes, you do. 25. All right, so um, you're carrying in probably more gear than even Amir. Um, You've got, like, two speakers just, like, up on your shoulders. Uh, Everybody that is kind of, like, getting the room ready looks really impressed. Um, They're like, wow, that's the best roadie I've ever seen, both in looks and in function. So, wow. Um, and then the next roll I need you to make is a basic tech roll. Don't let him call you basic, Sufanji. Well, my basic tech is 10, so I'm still Boston basic. All right, 15. 15? So, yeah, you get... Um, you you look like you know what you're doing, um, getting, like, all the gear plugged in, and um, you get, like the pedal boards ready and, and everything, uh, looks good. So, um, yeah, you successfully pass as a roadie. Um, everyone's impressed and, uh, Amir can kind of like pretend, um, to know what he's doing, uh, with the confidence that you can fix any of his fuck ups. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So, so those are both of the kind of just like getting into the building roles that I needed you, uh, to make. So, you're you're positioned and you look like you belong. Um, that's all well and good. Um, the card table is getting set up, um, and some of like the earliest uh, competitors are are emerging. Um, and there's a uh, m- most of them look kind of like local players. Um, there's. One guy who looks like he might be some sort of uh, corporate of some kind. Um, and there is a very, very terrifying uh, looking, like, kind of dark-skinned man um, who's... He's got, like, a like a turban and, um, like, a big scar across the center of his face. Um, and he wears, like, a uh, golden scarab around his neck. Yeah, everyone else looks looks like they're they're from Pilates or uh you've seen kind of seen them playing um in the casino before. Uh and then um Evelyn does arrive too and she's uh she looks like she's sizing up her competition. Um she looks very very confident and um comes over to the bar and says uh, so you're the new, you're the new bartender, yes? Hello. Hello, what can I get you? 
I'm going to need a constant supply of amaretto sours. Can you can you handle that? Indeed. Did you know that my name is Amaretto Sure? Oh, that's very uh, that's very cute. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yes. Quite so anyway, just whenever you see an empty one, bring me a, another. Indeed, I would be happy to help. Very good. And um, you, you know who I am, right? Yes, you are my favorite customer. R- right. I just, I just don't want uh, there to be like any confusion about a bill. Um, at the end of the evening. Indeed, I am never confused. Okay. Um. All right, then. And she strolls off. She's wearing, like, a very, very elegant ball gown, as as usual. Um, with, like, the, the gloves that go past her, her elbows. Mmm, I like those gloves. Yeah, those are good gloves. Those are those are some good gloves. Some goddamn good gloves, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'll, I'll make her drink just a little bit stronger than usual. Yeah. Um, give me a mixology roll. There's no. There's no mixology. Uh, yeah. What about um, concentration? That's a will roll. Sixty-four. No Fuck, hesitation. Fuck, man, that's the best amaretto sour. Or repeats. <laughs> But so you, you want you want a, a concentration, will plus, yeah, like a will, will plus cool. No, just a just it's just standard will. Um, this so you can like focus and remember all the ingredients you need to make an amaretto sour. That's pretty straightforward, but I rolled a ten. Just ten total. Ten total. Yeah. Um, you're pretty sure you did it right. Yeah, it's a little heavy-handed, but you know who's counting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the right ingredients went into it. What what the intervals were, who knows? You know, you know I'm just gonna like put a sidecar of uh, of just like Grand Marnier right next to it. Just like send it off together. Yeah, it's just like it's just like measuring who who you know who measures. Yeah, but just you know, we're just gonna add that as like a hey, take the shot first, and you won't be able to tell that it's really not accurate very good very good very good i think that best press is is now they've gotten they're they've gotten everything ready to go um and the table is ready and all of the all of the competitors have now arrived and have filled their chairs there's about 12 chairs in total um there's a camera camera operator who is is flying like um camera drones around with his his mind um trying to get the best images he can of this game that's being broadcast to um you know anyone that's watching really the 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 general pop population uh you you bought like a little code that gave you access to, to view the game. Um, so that, that guy is, is doing his, his job and, and best press is ready to, to play. And, um, they start in like this very kind of lilting 
fashion with kind of like a slower number uh just to kind of get like you know get their chops going get a feel for the keys or the drums um whatever you go whatever what have you um and then the the card game begins in earnest uh all of the all of the players look very very concentrated on uh the game in hand um and evelyn has already downed like three of her drinks um so she's keeping you pretty busy and and some of the other patrons have asked for um some things as well but you're fairly certain uh you know what you're doing and if there's like a somebody like throws a curveball at you you just turn to um the the back or like your back bar back and you're just like oh, i'm really busy can you can you bust this one out real quick and he's just like i got you fam um and and he makes it for you so like you you can rely on him to to cover your ass when you are uh screwed yeah i mean and we're heavy handing all of this stuff like hardcore very heavy handed yeah there there it's... are no measurement spouts on these on these bottles yeah you forgot to put them on um yeah <laughs> who the fuck uses those anymore you're just like listen the bar where i work at we don't use these it's it's like you know give the customer more for their money yeah i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look at the bar back and be like do you know how often folks wash it, wash this shit like they never wash it so like no we're not gonna use this this is gross we're, we'll be fine totally fine i mean hey if that's if that's what you're used to like that's that's fine i can i can i can roll with it yeah i mean more tips so just like keep keep it rolling yeah you got it the so um best press comes into like a a larger number now um they are playing like very very heavy uh loud aggressive punctuated music um, and, uh, Dirk kind of gives you, like, a nod, um, it kind of disguises it, like, as, like, a, yeah, I'm into this, uh, I'm really enjoying it, but you can tell he makes eye contact with you, um, as if to say, if now is when you are gonna do a thing, uh, you should do the thing now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna let my bar back know that I need to, uh, go use the restroom, like uh yeah i might I be, might be a little bit so just you know hold down the fort yeah um and actually when you on your way back if you could like go to the storeroom grab um you know a, another couple jars of cherries we're kind of running out here oh yeah 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 for sure for sure but can't run all on those uh i don't think that i would appreciate that no they would not no problem okay be back in like 15 Maybe twenty. Who knows? All right, well, that's uh, that's fine. I mean, the game's the game's going. Um, business is kind of steady now, so yeah. You, if you need to take a break, that's now's now's the time to do it. Yeah. All right. Good good work. Keep yep. keep it he up. He turns back to to making the drink that he's working on. Cool. And uh, you can slip away. So I guess I need to go and get the the laser. Yeah. So the you remember which case it was put in it's kind of sitting off to the side of the stage um but you will have to make a stealth roll all right 12 that's just a straight dexterity 
Um, okay. So yeah, you pick up the case. Um, one of the one of the security in the room um, kind of eyes you like. Is she fucking stealing that? Um, and then and then um, Amos kind of like turns back to you, and he's just like he's just like yeah, just yeah, just take that out of here. Yeah, it's fine. I told her to. Um, and then gets back to singing. Uh, and the security's like, sorry, it's a tripping right. hazard. We just it's gotta go. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't care enough. Cool. Me either. All right. And with that, you exit the room. Um, I just wanted to check in with Sifangji and Amir. Where did you go after you kind of got the whole place set up? Um, I'm just kind of scoping out the, I guess, hallway areas, um, kind of close to where Candor's gonna be. Just keep making, checking, like, for the potential danger for when she'll make her way to the security office. And just checking, like, for any potential obstacles for when we make our way there. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, give me a... Give me a perception. Arrow the five... Fourteen. So there's a lot of security here tonight. I mean, basically as many as you, you figured um, uh, work here. But if there's like... You've seen at least ten guys, um, and you know there's probably more on, on different levels of the hotel but since this is the vip game and there's a lot of like you know heavy hitters and uh powerful people in the building they're making like regular sweeps um to make sure that there's not like an assassin or you know angry gang members of a rival faction looking to looking to settle a score um so they're they're kind of you know patrolling around um and the so Candor has to hack into um like this panel um on the first floor and uh right now it looks it looks pretty clear uh they're not really paying a whole lot of attention to um the gaming floor since it's closed uh currently um but there is like at least two security guards sweep through there maybe every like 20 minutes uh just to check to make sure things are still hunky-dory. Okay, will people notice if I kill them? Um, you have no way of knowing that. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, I will say, based on how good you can hide their bodies, who knows? That's an unknown for even me. Okay. I kind of want to go for it. I kind of want to kill them. Okay. Alright, so who do I encounter first? Um, well, if you're looking... Uh, so there are like 15 guards patrolling around different areas that you've seen. I, I assume you're targeting specifically the two that make their rounds down to the first floor? Yeah. Okay, then. Um, yeah, there there are two uh, kind of bigger-looking guys, um, pretty well-armed, uh, who are who are making a 
uh, sweep, um, and they're they're currently walking down um, the steps to the first floor. Okay, I'm going to make my way towards the gaming area and make a noise to lure one of them there. And I guess since I promised Saul no killing, I should knock them out, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's up to you. Yeah, I'll you go can, for knocking You can out. say fuck Saul, do whatever you want. I can tell you right now at this moment, Saul is sitting in the bus eating a burrito. You have a second burrito. He found it. Okay, so <laughs> you're eating a found burrito mere hours after eating the whole a time. Second. Why the fuck do you think his, his appearance was so bad? Okay, Saul so won't understand if things go a little... Yeah. I'm glad he's your eye in the sky, by the way. Um, just your 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 man in, in to to interrupt in case shit goes south. He's just sitting there eating a burrito he found. He's got he's got like, the keys are in the ignition, so there's that. And he also has his phone in one hand or his agent in one hand, looking for like right away for texts. He doesn't want to bother anybody. All right. So what are you gonna do, Soifengji? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna try to lure one of the guards. All right. Uh, I'll also say that, like, Amir, um, he can hang back or he can um, kind of, like, lie in wait. He'll, he'll do whatever you need him to. Okay, I'm going to take one, and Amir's going to take one. Okay. So, yeah, he, he, you kind of, like, nod to the one on the right, um, and he understands. Um, and his hand turns into, like, a uh, buzzsaw. Lit. That's so, Amir. Yeah, you... You go for you go to make a distraction. Um, I can't find a, like a skill to use for that. Um, so we're just gonna have you roll. Yeah, just give me a just give me a, a flat D10 roll, and I'll see what see what I do with it. All right. All right. I rolled a ten. All right, thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you kind of just like bang on one of the nearby like one of the betting machines you know like casinos have <laughs> and um one of the and the, 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 the both of the guards go oh, what was that i don't know man you check it out i'll stick here um and so the the guard on the right uh that you told amir to take out um makes his way down to you what do you do I can I is there any way for me to circle around to get behind him? Yeah, so you are in like um there's probably like ten rows of these machines and you've kind of positioned yourself in the middle. Um so he's gonna come in on from one side and you could kind of circle around behind him if you wanted to. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Alright, give me a stealth roll. Nine eighteen. Okay, so yeah, I'm just making sure like you are able to sneak around without the other guy noticing you, and he doesn't. So, um, go ahead and um, so you, are you gonna? How are you going to kill this man? Knife to the throat. Do you have a knife? Yes. Is that a question? <laughs> I have my I have my spiked heel boot. All right, that's that counts as a well. I mean, that's a you can use that if you wanted to. So you're gonna just like kick him in the throat hell yeah right in the spine 
All right. So I feel like I, I think it's more like a like a spinning heel heel kick, and you're just okay. trying to sever his spine. I have martial arts four, so I add four to any melee that I have. Yep. All right, seven. So seven plus four is eleven. Plus nine is twenty. Oh yeah, you're gonna hit. Uh, give me damage. Six plus five, eleven. Yeah. Um, I think he might not be dead, but he is definitely. Um, he's got a he's got a slice wound on his neck. And he's on the ground, and he's not moving. And there's a lot of blood. But you can't tell if he's dead. Okay. Um, does that forfeit his turn? Can I finish him off? Um, no, you, because you have used your you have used your action, um, and it is uh, Emir's turn, okay. and uh, you see Emir go. Um, he kind of skirts his way around the side of the staircase uh, where this guy's kind of just like looking and he, and, and you see the, uh, the guy's just like, Hey Dirk, where'd, where'd you go, Dirk? And um, one of Amir's arms extends up to the, to the railing of the staircase. He pulls himself up um, to the top uh, landing behind this guy um, and he will make his attack with his buzzsaw hand. He goes for the buzzsaw. It, 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 it turns on and makes a noise. And the guy turns around and goes, what the fuck? And thinking quickly, Amir kicks him um, uh, down the stairs. And let's see how much damage he takes. So he crashes down on the ground, taking nine damage um, after falling down some staircases. Uh, and he's slowly getting up. Um, what's your what's your move, Sufangji? I'm gonna run over and assist Amir. All right, you're gonna go melee him. Yeah. If the other guy's down for the cow, I'm sure he's okay for the time being. I don't want the other guy to draw any attention. All right, so I'm gonna move over to the stair area where the other guy is, and I'm gonna go for a melee attack. All right, give me that. Give me that attack roll. Okay. Ooh, now the martial arts get added to the attack or to the damage. I just want to make sure I have that correct. To the attack. Okay, cool. Twenty. Oh, that's gonna hit. Yeah, uh, roll damage. Four, nine, nine. Okay. So you combined have done eighteen damage to him. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you heal spike him this time. You just give him a swift kick in the face, uh, and he drops to the ground. Okay. Is he out? What's yeah, he's out. He's, he looks like he's out cold. Okay. And... Oslo right. comes around the corner. And he's like, holy shit. The fuck happened in here? Oh, man, those guys look look bad. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's a lot of blood. Oh, my God. Oh, whoo. He's also wearing, like, his his ninja outfit. Um, and he's pulled the, the face cover off. Um, and you can just sort of see him, like rest his his hands on his knees he's just like oh god uh, oh i've never seen that much blood oh shit oh fuck oh wow oslo you're just in time to help us hide the bodies all right here we go okay so uh, can i can i move this guy and not the uh not the bloody one whatever your stomach can handle 
Yeah, I'm just getting a little. I'm just getting a little lightheaded. So that's, you know, just just give me a second, catch myself, compose myself. All right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a man. Let's do this. Okay, Amir, darling, would you like to help me dispose of this body? Uh, yeah, sure. Where you want to put him? Okay. Um, can we like bust open one of the slot machines and like stuff him in there? Oh God. Um. <laughs> I mean, you could try. That would be like a that would be like a, a basic tech roll though because it's gonna be you're gonna have to like pull like all the insides of this thing out if it's gonna fit him. All right, let's basic tech roll. Okay, seventeen. Seventeen. Um, yeah, it takes. It's a little slow going. Um, a lot of the parts were kind of heavier, and um, like once you get it all disconnected, then it's it's kind of awkward like pulling it out of the uh, of the opening in the back. Uh, but you manage to do it, and you stuff those guys up in there. Um, you could see like close close inspection and or scrutiny of these machines will reveal that there is a guy in them and also the guts of the machine are sitting next to it so um yeah like it's not great but it's it's there can we move the guts where would where are you gonna hide the machine guts now a trash can all right, that's easy enough. Yeah, there's you, you go to the, the trash. It's been emptied for the night. Uh, the poor janitor's going to have a hell of a time in the morning. Um, but yeah, you just dump all this, the like machine parts and the circuit board in uh, this trash can. Cool. All right, and if Oslo's kind enough, like, do we have time to wipe things down? Like, can can one of us make it to the kitchen, maybe grab a cloth? And just like try to clean up some of the blood. Um, I think uh, Oslo is just like, oh, I've I've recovered. You guys, you guys can go. I'll take care of this mess. Um, keep an eye out. You know, th- thanks. Good looking out. Uh, didn't want those guys to be in trouble later on. Um, I brought my golden gun though, so bang. Next cool, next Oslo. guy I see. Bang. Cool, Oslo. Maybe you're not so bad after all. all yeah, right. yeah. Also, um, you know, Candor's punched me several times today, so I'm a little sore, but ready. Well, I'm sure. ready for anything. Well, I'll be sure to thank her for softening you up. Yes, 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 ma'am. Cool. And he, like, salutes you. All right, carry on. And all right, so I guess me and Amir make our way back, um, just to let Candor know that the coast is clear. Um, and whenever she's ready to make her way to the security office, we like got her backed up. Oh, she's already sitting um, with the panel open. Um, she's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to go when you are. Oh, lit. Okay, well, everything's in place for Candor. Okay, and you'll make sure the turret doesn't kill me. I think you're you're that's your job. I'm gonna be busy with so many other systems. Um, I'm gonna be making toilets flush on all the levels. I'm gonna be making um, people's you know alarm clocks ring and uh, gonna be like turning off and turning on laundry systems and all sorts of just chaos. Okay, 
cool. Alright, I'll figure it out. Alright, good luck, Candor. Stay alive. Hey everyone, it's Gavin here. You know, the guy who tells all the players what is going on around them, and also all the plays all the NPCs with flawless accents. You know me. I produced this show. Uh, the guy from the intro... Ah, forget it. I'm speaking into your ears now because you are presumably enjoying yourself and wondering how you can help this show, you know, be more popular and cool and stuff. Well, I can tell you just how to do that. If you want to reach out to us or toss us a shout out, you can do that on Twitter at Roll Warriors. If you have friends and family members who enjoy listening to cool podcasts, you could share our show with them. If you're just so excited about our show that you need to express that excitement in a monetary way, guess what? We have a Patreon at www.patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. It's only $5 a month to get bonus episodes that you get to suggest. That's right. We ask you, the listener, what you want in a bonus episode, and then we do that. Want to hear us reenact the Battle of Hastings as anthropomorphic ponies? We'll do it. We already have some wonderful patrons who have made that monthly commitment. I'm talking, of course, about Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. If you are more interested in exploring who we, the people, are, you can check out our website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. It has a link to our Twitter feed and bios for both the characters and the cast. So don't be shy. Check us out, and thank you for listening. Now back to the episode. Abel, you have um, assembled this this laser. You think you did it right. Um, like, used Saul's instructions. That helped a little bit. Um, and you're pretty sure you're ready to start uh, attacking this wall. So... Yeah, I'm going to go um, get some maraschino cherries. Oh, yeah, the cherries. Those important... I mean, that's, port- in, the same, that's in the same space, right? Yeah, I mean, this is the storeroom that has all the bar equipment and it's also the place where you done make hole right and this is my like new cherry pitter this is my jar opener um i have really weak arm strength yeah you know it's kind of like arthritis but just in the thumbs that's believable um yeah so you can just uh if you want um this thing is going to make a lot of noise uh when you start it but the band is playing pretty loudly right right now uh, and like Dirk kind of indicated, this would be the time to do it. So, um, if you if you want to, you can hit that button. I'm gonna touch it. You punch it. Uh, no, you 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 press it like a normal person. Yes. And um, the a little tappy tap. The green laser kicks on and starts to make a hole in the ceiling, and it's slow going and it's very loud. Um, and uh, the the barback comes comes back and he knocks on the door he's like he's like hey hey everything okay in there yeah yeah you sound like it sounds like a big like kind of like a rumble yeah i just knocked over some boxes hold on it's kind of blocking the door just i'll, I'll get it in a second oh you running the blender back there are you making margs back there uh yeah i mean it's for like uh, uh afternoon shit yeah don't worry about it uh yeah no <laughs> i'm not i'm not a snitch Look, I'm getting your tips. It's cool. Yeah. We're, we're good. I'm, I'm not going to tell the bosses you're sneaking Marg materials. That's fine. No worries. Are, are Marks uh, contraband? Contraband margaritas? I mean, I mean, he just means that, like, they're, own, you know, all the, all the supplies are owned by 
the casino and you're making margs for yourself. So yeah, totally. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. All right. Yeah. I'll, um, you got those cherries? Yeah, let me just, I'm fine in the box. Don't worry about it. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll see you back here. I'm going to rehydrate them. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. And you hear him, like, walk off. Um, and the laser is about halfway through now. Dope. Okay. I mean, I'm going to actually look for the cherries, too, so. Yeah, give, give, me, uh, give me a perception. 19. 19. Yeah, they're on the top shelf. It's kind of hard to see them because, you know, you're not the tallest person, but um, the it's like a little sticky up there, and then and when you reach your hand, you're like, ah, oh, that's definitely a cherry jar. Yeah, I'm going to intentionally knock over some boxes, but just quietly. like, But just make it look like I tripped and fell and knocked over some shit. You gently place boxes in a way that looks like they fell over. <laughs> Yes, that is exactly what I'm going for. Got it. Like just gingerly breaking a pickle jar. Got it. All right. And um, once you find the cherries, uh, after like a minute of searching, um, the laser uh, has cut through the um, the ceiling and it and it kicks off. Okay. Any alarms? Anything going crazy? Uh, no. Pretty clean. Clean hole. Yeah. yeah, clean hole. I mean, the ceiling, the the ceiling, um, does come down, um, kind of on top of the laser a little bit, uh, but it's not damaged in any way. Okay. Uh. All right, pea brain. Do your thing. Up and at him. And the little, the little bird, uh, zips out of your out of your um. I guess like knapsack or something. Yeah, I I had like a front pocket. Yeah, are you wearing like one of those uh, aprons with the pockets in them? Yeah, totally. It's like kind of yeah, yep, artisanal apron. Yep. So it it comes zipping out of the pocket and just flitters around you um, a little bit, makes a circle around your head, uh, chirps in approval, and then it zooms up the the hole in a way, um, and then. Um, you command, or you give it a command, it's, it's, see through your eyes, pea brain, um, and then, uh, on your display, um, you now get, like, a little frame that is pea brain's eyes. Alright, let's see what you're doing. And so, um, you see the office is well decorated in all the most expensive modern furnishings. The back wall is a library of books on business, martial arts, armament manuals and corporate history in front of the bookshelf is evelyn's desk a marble slab with a built-in touchscreen surface displays an overlay of her recent business including weapon transactions nomad trading routes and a hit list of evelyn's global enemies uh, most are like foreign gang bosses um the, the name yakujima scarab and el toro are outlined on it um Evelyn's safe is a waist-high tungsten carbide safe with a complex-looking lock on the outside. And um, the other noticeable thing is there is a middle-aged man in a business suit talking on his agent in a chair in the corner. And he, does, he doesn't seem to have noticed P-Brain yet. Okay, I'm going to instruct P-Brain to hide. All right, P-Brain uh, ducks behind the desk. 
Did the guy look armed? Um, he does not look armed. He he looks like, um, like probably early sixties, late fifties. Uh, he's just talking on a phone. Okay. Uh, and he didn't notice the fucking laser. Guess not. Yeah, he's he sounds like he sounds like he's in a very very like um, heated discussion. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to listen in on this conversation. I guess. Okay, so it's mostly um, he keeps he keeps uh, mentioning commissioner, like he's talking to somebody who's a commissioner, um, and he mentions like a few. Uh, names who you have seen in the news they're like pretty high profile uh nomads part of the donati families uh who have been busted recently uh and he's talking to said commissioner about reducing their sentences okay so he seems like a lawyer yeah he seems like a lawyer hmm. all right um i mean i'm just doing a recon mission so uh did i see what kind of lock is on the safe well you you get a look at the lock i mean it looks like there's some sort of um kind of like a dna scanner uh slot and then there's also uh, a keypad okay yeah i'm gonna call p brain back all right you're gonna leave this guy uh in the room Yeah, I mean, he's on the phone, so if I try to kill him, they're going to be notified in some way. Yeah, I mean, my, my mission is recon, so that's I'm sticking with, with my job. Um, All right. Calling it back. All right, P-Brain zips back down the hole and returns to your pocket. Okay, and then, um, let's see, I'm going to try to stack some boxes up. So that they kind of stack up to the ceiling and cover the hole. I don't know. That's probably the best I can think of. All right. Uh, do you know notify anybody else um, that there's a guy in the room? Yeah, I uh, message Saul and just relay that uh, kind of the room dimensions, where the safe is, and then uh, that there's possibly the a lawyer inside the office. Uh, very low uh, uh, attention or awareness uh, on phone. Oh, shit, there's a guy in the room? Fuck, I gotta make sure Soifanji knows this shit. Boop, bop, boop, boop, doop, boop, doop. And similarly, um, Saul will just relay the information to Soifanji and also to Kandor, just to give Kandor a heads up that it might be time to start causing some chaos. Last I checked, you were heading back up to the second floor. Amir has caught up with you um, at this okay. point. Uh, but it, in order to get to the third floor, you have to go uh, up an elevator. Okay. Um, other guards that I need to avoid? I'm guessing there are. Uh, not at the elevator, no. Okay. So I guess we, me and Amir go up the elevator. Uh, the elevator door doesn't open for you. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, can I try the card? See if it works. Okay. Yeah, you swipe the uh, the key card in a 
card reader and um the you see the numbers tick down and the elevator comes down to you cool okay and it says welcome evelyn donati oh okay thanks elevator knowing who the boss is and all right so i hit the third floor button and you ready for this amir shit as ready as i'm gonna get i guess okay so when we get to the third floor um we're gonna have to take out this turret um do you have anything detachable maybe a finger that you don't need anymore that i can maybe toss into the entryway to see if the turret is motion censored uh i don't have a finger i can give you no i mean you could maybe like take my car keys Oh, well, the finger would be more fun, but sure, I'll use your car keys. Thank you. Okay, so in order to get to the to the turret, um, you, you go down um, a couple of hallways. You have the schematic. You've memorized it. Um, and um, so you know where you need to, like, what hallways you need to turn down to get to the office, but it's not like a straight path. Um, okay. I do need you to make a stealth roll because there are guards on this floor patrolling. Okay. Oh, I rolled two tens. Do I roll three times? Um, no, two two is the maximum number. <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay, so that's going to be 29. 29. You move nimbly like a cat. Where there are guards, um, you know, taking up the whole hallway, you use your shark skin and you climb up onto the ceiling um, or you wait for them to pass. Uh, you're pretty good at it. Amir kind of follows your lead as best he can. He can't cling to walls, but he's doing uh, he's doing his best to to um, keep a safe distance from you and and the guards. Uh, and you kind of lead him through it. Um, and so you get to just before the hallway um, where the turret is. You can kind of hear it uh, like whirring. Um, around the other side. Uh, there is, however, like a couple of like, other executive offices um, uh, nearby. You're st- actually standing outside the door to one currently. Okay. Um, I take a look inside, and what do I see? Inside the office? Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty standard... Um, it's a pretty standard, like corporate office there's a a nice desk but there is like a um a laptop sitting open um and if you use your scanner you'll know that this is a net port access Ooh, okay i'm about to jack into that all the way okay so i close the me and amir go into the office i close the door lock it and jack into the net port the um as soon as you enter the the net port, um, an alarm starts to sound as the AI has been notified of um, net of net activity. Um, and as soon as that happens, Candor, um, who's sitting on the first floor, is like, "Shit! Uh, I guess that's the signal." And she starts going, um, you know, going crazy with the with her her hacks. Um, there's doors opening and closing on floors. The elevator keeps going up and down. Um, condiment dispensers in the restaurant, uh, start just going haywire. People are getting sprayed with food. It's general 
pandemonium. Um, even like where Abel is, if you went back to the bar, like the the soda sprayers just shooting um, soda everywhere, and Evelyn is just like, "What the hell is going on?" Um, yeah, I'm gonna like pass my cherries off and try to turn off the water and make a strong effort to look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, give me. I guess a persuasion roll. I was going to try to look cool and just go with the flow and almost like I have some streetwise skills. Yeah. Sweet. 16. 16. Uh, so you, you catch the, you catch the dispenser in kind of like a way, like you had thrown it out um, and, and are now catching it as part of a trick and you just start filling glasses um, and the barbacks like, okay. And he just, he's hand feeding you glasses because this thing is not shutting off um so you're doing like the classic uh like ice cream dispenser is pouring out ice cream and you're just dumping cones in and out uh yep. trying to look like you know what you're doing uh, yeah, and you're I just like that. i've got a round I... got a round coming out for the whole room just give evelyn Donati like a uh, really robotic wink and just keep going she kind of looks a little pissed um and um we'll step out of the room hey that's fair all right everybody ice cream's on me it's literally on on me but here here's the stuff that's not yeah um so find you are now hacked into the net um you've been able to successfully do that because candor is diverting the ai's attention she probably will reprimand you later for not giving her a heads up first but uh it is what it is yeah, I don't think any any of us expected that. Whoopsie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did sort of say that the AI would would uh, zone in on any net access, and that's kind of why you had Candor do that thing. But I, I I get you. It makes sense. Heat of the moment. Sorry, y'all. And um, okay, so I'm going to first scan. Um, see how many levels am I dealing with? All right, so you are using Pathfinder. Yes. So give me an interface roll. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, there are three levels that you can see. The net in this building has been designed to resemble the layout of the hotel and casino. Uh, so you are currently on the first floor, which you're you're in like a virtual version of the casino floor with um like the roulette tables and um, the various like coin slot machines and stuff. And around one of the coin slot machines, kind of roughly where you stuffed those bodies, a hellhound um, comes out and uh, like charges at you and starts to snarl. Okay. I'm going to activate my killer. Um Okay. So when you encounter black ice already laying in wait in a system, you roll your interface plus uh, any speed bonus you have access or active plus a D10 uh, versus the black ice's speed um, plus a D10. This is going to determine who goes first. Okay, so first my interface is 10 um, and I'm going to activate my speed wear. So I get plus three for... Five turns. I rolled a six. So... 19? Yeah. 
19. All right, so 19 beats the 9 um, that the Hellhound rolled, so you will get to act first, which is great, because if you didn't, it would have dealt you a whole hell of a lot of damage. Um, Thank heavens. Okay, so I'm going to activate, and I could do four actions per turn, right? Yeah, so you have used um, two so far. You've jacked in, you um, used Pathfinder, um, so you have two left. Okay, so I'm going to activate my killer anti-ice program. All right, and a, uh, what did you say it was? Uh, Okiona um, appears and in white regalia, um, carrying like a large um, warhammer on one, one of her shoulders. Um, and she hoists it over her shoulder uh, to swing. And I need you to give me an attack roll, a combat in the net roll, which is your interface, um, plus uh, your program's attack power, which is uh, five, um, plus a d10. Okay, 20. All right, it'll hit, but just barely. Yeah, give me um, uh, three, three d6. Yeah, 15. 15? All right. Um, you, you attack it for 15. Uh, it, looks, it looks wounded, but not dead. Okay. And I have one move left? Yes, you have one move left. Okay. I'm also going to use my replicator to confuse it. All right, give me the description of what Replicator does again, just for the audience. It's an evasion, and it confuses attacking ice programs by creating millions of deck signals. Okay, so, yeah, there's there's now, um, like, ten of you, and uh, the, the Hellhound gets even more enraged, uh, but it doesn't know particularly which one of you to hit. Um, and it's, it goes, it takes its attack now. So I'm going to say you get a bonus to your evasion. It'll be like a plus five to your evasion to see if you can avoid being uh, detected as the correct one. Word. All right. And then I'll end my turn. Um, it's going to attack now. It rolled a 10. So 20 to attack you. Okay. I have to roll a 20 to evade that. Yes, you do. You get a plus five. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm at 14. I just got to roll a six. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. I rolled a five. All right. 3d6 coming at you. Um, you take five points to your brain as he as he bites into uh, the leg of the correct Suifangji. Yeah, he's going to pay for that. Ooh. All right. See, it's, it is your go. So give me that roll. Alright, roll a 7, 17 plus 5 is 21. 22, excuse me. 22, that math. will hit. So, 10. 10? That's all you needed. Um, oh, the, the The kill, or the uh, Ukiona, just um, like a arcing swing of the Warhammer cuts underneath the Hellhound and shoots it right up to the ceiling and it derezzes as it hits the top. Hasta la vista. So you have dealt with the black ice. Ooh, I hope that's the only one. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, because you rolled decently well, you know that uh, the next floor has a data wall on it. So you know there's three floors. You know the next one has a data wall. You go up the elevator uh, to the second floor. Um, you can see 
uh, across the room, the VIP lounge is there, um, and there is a big uh, data brick. It looks like a brick wall um, between you and um, the VIP lounge. All right, so I'm going to activate my worm, and all right, and she looks like a serpentess, so kind of like a Medusa-looking snake lady. Yep, and her her uh, snake. Um, hair starts eating away at this wall uh, and it'll take two turns so we will come back to you Saul um, it's been about probably a, a minute or two since um, like Candor sent you the I'm doing it <laughs> um, message um, and Oslo sends an app. Oh, oh shit. Um, um, and Saul will send ev- to everybody. <clears throat> uh, high alert. Go as qu- quick as possible. Um, I'm going to give it uh, shit. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give it like like five minutes until I tell Best Press to to pull the the smoke thing. Um, Candor, as soon as within five minutes, set off the fire alarms. Shit, 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 shit. And Saul kind of like gets up and starts pacing around on the butt on the, or well, kind of moving around in the van like fuck, 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 fuck. What did uh, I don't know what I should do. Fuck, and he's just like grabbing on to the agent um yeah you um get a delay from uh back from canada candor uh and she says she says can do heard shots oh no oh no oh no oh no and Saul will send out a text to everybody um five minutes fire alarm goes off be ready to move um if trouble happens uh be ready for plan Z <laughs> and Saul will, will go over to his backpack and he will pull out his SMG and load it up. And I guess he'll try to do something where he like, I don't know, pulls his flannel around off or try to find a t-shirt to make like a mask out of if need be. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me like, Oh, this there's, there would be a perfect thing for D in this for D and D, but, um, I guess because he's just gonna try to find something that looks that covers his face like a mask, just so it doesn't look like him. Yeah. Um, okay. Give me the uh, Jerry rig then. Okay. Okay. That's pretty solid. So it's a fifteen. Uh, fifteen. You don't find anything in like the among people's stuff that would make a good mask, um, but you notice that there is a uh, a very like um, nice uh, carpeted interior um in this van and so you cut a piece of it off of the roof uh in a roughly mask shape make two holes for the ears and put it around your face or put it on your face (laughs) ho 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 motherfuckers i'm like i'm like sandy claws it's not red shag carpeting but yeah i mean like my beard like it's super cool maybe i should try to like change up my voice so i sound gravelly and rough Oh, I'm Santa Claus, but from the 80s. All right, so you strap up your SMG uh, and head into the head into the casino. 
what he'll do is he'll slide into the driver's side and he'll wait like two, three minutes and then he'll turn on the, the vehicle. You wait two, three minutes? Yeah, he'll wait he'll wait until like the fire alarm is called. Okay. Yeah, but he, he's just he's ready. He's he's wearing a mask, he has a gun in the passenger seat. So if shit goes downhill like somebody comes running out at him, he'll be ready to, to bust in there if need be. So um, is this okay. is this a cut and run high alert or is this a still trying to accomplish job? This is trying to accomplish job alert, but also Saul is planning for worst case scenario. So he's just trying to have the vehicle ready to go if if anything goes off badly. Because if if Best Press gets out there with guns blazing, then Saul will jump out of the car and help you know join the firefight, and then they'll all get in the van and hopefully get the fuck out of there. If everybody files out of there as if the building was on fire, he will. Uh, be sitting in the car with the the truck on of course and he'll just help load up and get out of there or he'll pretend to be the driver at least all right yeah no that makes sense okay I, i'm just gonna tell my bar back like hey man you know maybe uh this has turned out to be a really shitty night with all this like, stuff going on maybe just uh cut out early i mean did you make some good tips uh yeah i mean i've made about like i don't know two three hundred right now yeah, I mean, I think everybody's kind of in a shitty mood now. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to get off early, I'll I'll finish out here. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm. That's fine. I I I can go home, call home, see my kid before he goes to sleep. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely go home to your kids. All right. Hey, uh, nice working with you. Look forward to more of this in the future. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking a career change in my future, but uh, sure, I. Uh, I see you again. I see you again. Oh yeah, I I never gave you my name. It's it's uh Kobe. All right, Kobe. Well, it's nice to meet you, dude. Nice Get to meet you too, Amaretto. Yep, that is my name. I'm just gonna try to hold down bar and keep an eye on uh, the band and uh, everything. Yeah, you were able to in the in the in the interim. You were able to find the off switch uh, for the. Um, the hose, so it's no longer spraying everywhere. Fucking finally. Okay, cool. Whew, shit. Alright. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep... I'm just gonna, like, line up some shot glasses on a bar and just start pouring them, and, uh... Yeah, you have, you have, like, 30 glasses filled with club soda to work with, so... Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna do the damn thing. (laughs) Yep, gotta continue to make it look like you were making these drinks intentionally all along. 100%. Okay, um, so back to Suifang G. Um, the the data wall has, um, or the the last brick has been consumed. Um, the serpentus looks full. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a, a belly. Where thanks, dependable friend. All right, you can take a rest from here. It derezzes. All right, and I continue trekking. Um, anything else that I encounter? Uh, not on this floor. So you you kind of like um, make your way to uh the virtual storeroom um and uh the hole that that was made um by uh abel is like big enough for a, a human in the in the data world so you climb up it uh, and now you are on the third floor um and the third floor has uh security controls it has camera control it has turret control and it has uh door controls as well as a um uh cell jammer 
Ooh, nice. Okay. And, okay, so, first move we're going to make is we're going to jam all cell phones so no one can communicate with each other. Oh, wait, that means us too, doesn't it? That would, yeah, that would mean everybody. You could, you could, um, if you wanted to, this thing has a range control, um, so you could actually localize it a little bit more if you wanted to create, like, a dead zone. Okay, um, I will create a dead zone for the second and third floor. Um, so everyone that's still on the first floor and and outside can still communicate, because I think me and Amir are the only ones past the first floor, right? Well, um, Abel's on the second floor. Abel's on the second floor. Okay, um, just the third floor then. All right. Yeah, the third floor, everything goes dead in the um, cell towers. All right, what not? What next? Um, okay, I'm going to shut off the turret. Yep, obvi. And disable and wipe the security cameras. Okay, the security cameras are wiped. And unlock all the doors. As, or at least the one to um, Evelyn Donati's office. Um, you find that you are unable to uh, to activate this door. For whatever reason, it's on its own network. Okay, um, well, I guess I've done everything I need to do in the system. So I'm going to create a virus that um, destroys the camera, whatever, camera feed, whatever, um, if anyone tries to enter. And then D-Jack. All right. Um, are you going to uh, attempt to hide your tracks in any way? Yeah. That, I need to also do that with the virus. So, yeah, give me a roll for the virus first and foremost to see how effective it is. Okay, so 26. 26. Um, so the, what the virus is essentially done is it's wiped all camera feeds, um, and then it wiped the the wiping. So, like, essentially, uh, <laughs> it it makes it look as if the, the whole system um, just rebooted itself on its own. Um, and lost all the footage in the process. Okay, cool. All right, cool, and then if, yeah. if you wanted to roll cloak, um, you could do that as well. Okay, cool. I'll roll for a cloak. All right, I rolled a sixteen. All right, so the turret's off. Um, the cameras have been wiped. All all knowledge that you were in there has been cloaked pretty pretty decently. Um, and the cell phone service is is off, and you see um, coming like around the corner is the um, the guy that uh, Abel described seeing in Evelyn's office, and he's like staring at his agent, and he's like pushing, trying to push buttons. He's like, "What the bloody hell's going on? I can't seem to get, I can't seem to raise the commissioner again. I'm gonna find out what this is." And he strolls down the hallway. Nice. Okay, so after he's passed, me and Amir sneak out of the office and go up to Evelyn Donati's office door, and we're going to try the key card and see if that works. Okay. You use the key card, the door turns green, or the, the little key thing turns green, and the door opens. Haha, <laughs> check. All right, and all right, so we're going to the office, and what do we see? Uh, you see the office as I described it before. Cool. Cool, cool. The safe and... is in the corner next to her desk. Alright, so uh, me and Amir head to the safe and um, 
Okay, instead of trying to crack it, um, I guess Amir just lifts it up. Yep, he hoists it up onto his shoulders like, oh, God, this is heavy. Uh, uh, Well, I'm probably going to be useless for anything else aside from carrying this case. Um, But you've got my back, right? Yes, I will keep you alive. (laughs) And we hurriedly escape from Evelyn's office and make our way back from where we came. Saul, you get an alert on your agent about a a live broadcast is being um, distributed to um, the entire building. Oh fuck! Uh, does Saul know what the broadcast is about? It just it just said like it's it's got like a a button you can press to to um, start viewing it. Yeah, Saul will start viewing it. Uh, so you see. Um, Oslo, he looks pretty beat up, and, uh, like, he's got, like, a nosebleed, um, and his arms are behind his back, and there's a, like, beefy-looking security guy standing over him, um, and then Evelyn Donati comes into the shot, um, and she's got a, a gun in her hands, and she says, all right, listen up, I don't know who the fuck's in my casino wrecking my shit, but I got one of your little bastards here and I'm going to blow his brains out if he doesn't tell me who you are and why you're here. And I was, I was like, oh god, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Oh shit. Oh, this is so much more intense than I thought it would be. Oh. Oh. Well, Saul's going to try to send this link out to everybody, but the service is dead, so I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's just going to be like a little, you know, spinning spiral of like trying to send, but not work. Well, Abel will get it, and Best Pressed will get it. Uh, and if Candor is still doing her thing, she'll get it too. Saul will type next to it. F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F. Fire alarm now, now, now. Go, 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 go. Go.